0: All right, as we return to the program, we have we have all benefited from seeing gas prices falling recently, last six to eight months. They haven't been nearly as bad as they were. What does that mean for the oil industry? Why does the U.S. continue to allow other countries to determine the price of gas? And when are we going to become, if ever, energy independent we got a really cool guest with us jay young uh four generations worth of oil and gas people and the author of the upside of oil and gas investing a phenomenal book that probably helped all of us and jay thanks for joining the program i hope you're ready for some really overly obvious questions that i think most of us no matter uh how smart we might be on these matters still get stumped by because it just doesn't make sense
1: yeah hey, no problem at all and happy new year everybody yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm ready for some good questions um there are no dumb questions in this industry it, sometimes it just doesn't make sense you know and there's there's so many different you know opinions oh. obviously about who's making money on this anyway you know so no problem right.
0: i mean and we you hear opec all the time for those of us who maybe have heard that word a couple thousand times and still don't really understand what is OPEC's role now in the modern world
1: yeah, that's a great question. And you know, what they do is they supply the world with oil because they produce a lot more oil than they consume as a country. And there's all these different countries, Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, that, that make up OPEC. So they they're producing like one country produces eight million barrels of oil a day. They only consume three million. So Therefore, they have five million barrels a day that they can sell in the open markets, and that's why all these kings have all this money because they have so much oil. The United right. States is different, where we're a we have public companies that drill for oil and gas, but we are still. I mean, we we produce 13 million, and we consume 20. So therefore, we're on the other side of that spectrum. So therefore, we need to import a lot of their oil every every day we're their best
0: customer basically
1: absolutely yeah and that's just like president bush said you know many years ago i mean we have an addiction to oil we have an appetite an addiction to oil we love to drive our cars we love to you know for our our roads to be nice for plastics lipsticks there's so many different different uh uses for oil that we need it every day we and and we have to get it and that's what that's what opec takes advantage of i mean opec is definitely taking advantage of so, you know us that's an interesting
0: point there too jay yeah. if you say you know in the article if if opec producers what they often refer to as a cartel which has a bad connotation to it but this group of countries that's producing this oil if they go into a series of voluntary cutbacks voluntarily pledging to cut the output that's going to drive the prices up. Why wouldn't they do that all the time? I mean, that puts us in a world of hurt. If they less out there, so the price is going up because it's supply and demand. What would cause them to want to voluntarily cut anything?
1: Yeah, good good question. Why wouldn't they just, you know, continue to squeeze us? And and the reason why is because when oil prices go to $100 a barrel or 110 hundred and ten, twenty, 20 if they go up there very long, you know, we start drilling a lot more in for oil in the United States. We, we, you know, institutions start opening up. The capital pours into the markets because, you know, it may cost a certain amount. Let's say it costs you $10 million to go drill a horizontal oil and gas well. You're going to get 500,000 barrels out of that well. Whether, you know, it costs you, whatever it costs you, you're going to get this much oil out of the ground. There's not more that's going to come out of the ground because the price goes up. But 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 when the price is a, is fifty dollars a barrel, you may get like a twenty percent return on on that money. But if it's a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars a barrel, you're getting one hundred and fifty two hundred percent internal rates of return. So therefore, it's costing it's costing the same, but your returns are a lot different. And when when you're getting a hundred two hundred percent returns, that opens people's eyes, and they go, Oh, okay, well, man, these these projects make a lot more sense at a hundred. 100 dollars a barrel or 120. Let's go back to drilling. So therefore institutions, you know, uh, public companies, everybody starts to drill baby drill and then all of a sudden we we start going back. So what OPEC's trying to do is they're, they're walking a really fine line because, you know, we just finished our budgets for the fourth quarter last year, which is, you know, public companies saying they're going to spend this this much money on drilling for oil and gas in the United States. And they, they, they don't want us to spend money in, in the United States. They want us to, to be at, at their, you know, beck and call. So th- they just went through that and they said, okay, well, you guys set your budgets for next year at, a, at lower prices. Now they're going to let prices come up. So, therefore, so it sounds like they're cutting kind of giant their Yeah. I mean, is that, their the, is that the essence of it?
0: So, I mean, if, if their job is to figure out exactly how hard they can push on our pressure point by – By depleting production, driving the price up. but They can't drive it up to the point that we get ticked off and we just start getting our own, right? Because we can get our own oil out of the ground. We just don't because it's a political football.
1: Right, right, exactly. Money, it's a lot of money, politics.
0: Jay, what percentage of oil do we we provide for ourselves now? I mean, do we have a ballpark estimate on how much actual oil we're drilling for that constitutes a percentage of the overall usage?
1: Yeah, we're... I mean, we're producing 13 million a day. We're exporting three to four million a day because we don't have the right kind of oil for our refineries. So we're consuming 20. So we're we're 50 of, percent of the oil that we're producing to what we're using. So we're only using 50 percent of the oil that we're that we're I mean, not not using. I mean, that's all we have. We only have 10 million barrels a day. And we need 20 million, so we're negative 50 percent. Where a lot of these countries are the other way, where they're producing three or four times what they need.
0: How much you know? more expensive is the OPEC oil versus the U.S. oil on a per barrel basis? So if you cut out yeah, all the costs, nonsense, tariffs, tax on, and so forth, I and mean, what's the raw cost?
1: Yeah. So the raw cost would be over there. It's they're 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 making oil at you know, fifteen, twenty dollars a barrel. It doesn't cost them very much and wells come in at three or four thousand barrels a day. Over here wells don't come in at, at that at that rate. So the raw cost is a lot less over there. But but when they export it, we've got to, we'll pay tariffs and that's what Trump wants to do is tax a lot more put a lot more tariffs on um foreign oil. But they're also having to transport it so it costs two, three dollars more, you know, to transport it in here. So if we if we get it here it may be 73 but if we're buying it from overseas it may cost 76 77 dollars because of transportation
0: so jay you know when you when you have a specialized background in something like this and you're out with your friends having a coffee or go for a beer or whatever and they you know they're bemoaning the oil prices and the price at the pump and they say geez why don't we just why don't we drill for our own i'm sure in your head you say just so much more complicated than that what is the easiest (laughs) pathway if you're going to stay with fossil fuel when you roll your eyes eternally what do you tell everyone to shut them up
1: yeah hey i just say we're not we're not producing enough oil in the united states and it won't happen for anytime soon because of regulations because of you know companies that are buying back their stock it's you know there's so much more to it and we're just going to be at the beck and call of opec and and but i do feel like that we're at a we're at a 70 to 90 dollar Back and forth cyclical markets. Yes, it could go to a hundred, but I don't think it's going to stay there very long because OPEC doesn't want it up there. They don't want it too high because then we'll start doing things in the United States, especially under a Republican uh, president. That that you know, I mean, remember the drill baby drill ba- days with Trump. I mean, he was filling our strategic reserves at you know, twenty thirty dollars a barrel. Where you know Biden's having to try to replenish some of it at seventy. a barrel. So a lot different. When you say strategic
0: reserves, Jay, what is, when you, on one hand, if we say we don't, we can't produce what we actually consume anyway, the idea of a strategic reserve is that they're, they're they're drilling for as much as they can, but setting some of it aside and continuing to buy from OPEC just to build up some in the storage room, essentially.
1: Yeah. And buy it from, you know, uh, public companies here in the United States, which, I mean, we don't have the money to buy it anyway. We have to borrow the money, but, but two, and, and we're having to buy it at higher prices. So it's, you know, I mean, we, but but the last one was, I think, 3 million, 3 million barrels, which took them six months or so to put that into action. You know, we, we, we yeah. uh, used 150 million barrels. So just a little sure. bit, not, it, not even a, you know, you know, just a little bit of oil that we're trying to replenish back. I mean, we're really not trying it's, to. Listen, it's a
0: fascinating story, and no one ever seems to know the end of it. Jay Young, thanks for joining the program. Again, the book is The Upside of Oil and Gas and Investing. It's Investing. It's a fascinating subject since most of us, we have to pay for it every day, but we don't really understand where it comes from. Jay, thanks for joining again. We'll be back after just a quick break.